This is the Personal Profitability Podcast with Eric Rosenberg. Profiteers, welcome back for episode number 127 of the Personal Profitability Podcast. Today we are back with my co-founder, Sean Marin from Mastermind Hunt. That's the app all about mastermind groups I co-founded with Sean and our buddy, John Reynolds. He's an old college roommate of mine. If you missed last week's episode, you're going to want to go hop back and check that one out first and then come back here before we dive in and talk all about mastermind groups. Both Sean and I have a long history with masterminds. That is why we founded Mastermind Hunt. So today we're going to dive in and talk about different ways that mastermind groups Groups can help you with your money. Now, this will be a particularly useful episode for entrepreneurs and side hustlers, anyone who's looking to grow your income. But even if you are not, if you just want a tag team to help you get inspired and think in new, fresh ways about your money, masterminds can be a great accountability group, a great way to you know learn more and apply best practices to what you're doing. So we're going to dive in and talk all about mastermind groups in just a moment. Also make sure to listen in. We have a code for you to get a free month at our app at Mastermind Hut. That's a gift from us to you guys so you can check it out for free. So we're going to get into it right now on the Personal Profitability Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with Sean Marin. Are you ready to get profitable? Oh, you know it always. I love it. So we have our five ways mastermind groups can help your money. Now, both of us have had some entrepreneurial and personal interactions with our masterminds. So we're really excited to dive in and give you these top five tips. You ready to rock and roll? Let's do it. I'm excited. All right. So number one. Someone to keep you accountable. Could you tell a story, Sean, about when someone in a mastermind group kept you accountable to something? Oh my gosh, it happens. It happens every time I'm in a group, right? <laughs> so one of the projects I worked on was the early retirement roadmap, uh, a book I wrote. And I wrote it pretty quick. And one, one reason was because I was really excited about it. But the second reason was because I had these other people that I would talk about my progress every week and then set goals, you know, as I left those mastermind group meetings every week to say, hey, I wanted to try and achieve, let's say, chapters, you know, maybe two more chapters by the time we got back together. So, you know, knowing that, hey, by the time next time we get to back together, I have these people that are rooting me on, you know, they're asking how my progress is going. And then, you know, also being excited about it. You know, that, that was a big accountability thing to make sure I had those done by the next time I got in there. And it really helped me make sure I got that book done because I've known plenty of people that, you know, kind of started books or maybe drew an outline and maybe got halfway through and then just kind of gave up. So, you know, I had people root me on the whole way and uh, they made sure I got it done. Hey, I've not given up on my book yet. It's still underway. (laughs) (laughs) We need to talk about that one more than in in the mastermind. (laughs) That one felt personal right there. Yeah, the the same thing has happened with me with, with all Throughout the years, I've been in mastermind groups. I have so many stories of times where I said, I'm going to do this. And I might have dropped the ball. I might not have done it. I might not have lived up to my own goals had I not had that accountability there. And actually, just today, I logged on to the uh, Mastermind Hunt platform at mastermindhunt.com and saw someone from my own mastermind group that I had a meeting with earlier today hadn't done one of their goals they entered in there. So when we jumped in our call, I gave them a hard time about it because... (laughs) 
hey, if you don't do what you promise you're going to do, you're hurting yourself. And that's what that's mastermind right. groups are there to help you avoid doing. And sometimes that could be that like that feeling of, hey, don't do something, right? Because it's like, hey, Sean, you shouldn't be on Twitter every, you know, in the morning every day. <laughs> you should be writing that book. Sometimes I tell you, hey, how are you spending your day exactly, you know, or what's going on? Why aren't you getting this done? And then, you know, they're like, okay, well, you know, for the next few weeks, I want you to try to not log on to Twitter every morning and make sure you first thing you do in the morning is start writing that book. Right. And then, you know, as soon as I go in the morning and go to pull, you know, hit that little Twitter icon, I'm like, hold on. No, don't do it. You know, (laughs) it's like that little voice on the shoulders. Maybe this is something I really need to do myself because I do (laughs) get on Twitter way too early. First thing I'm just morning. talking to you, I guess. This is great. <laughs> I didn't realize we were in our own mastermind session right now. <laughs> so right. number two, speaking of which, getting into good habits. So not only would um, not getting on Twitter first thing help me achieve a goal that I'm trying to be accountable to, it's probably a bad habit to be in. Are there any other habits that you have formed, maybe a good habit that you got into because of your masterminds? Absolutely. Uh, a lot of times when I get into mastermind groups uh, with other entrepreneurs or whatever, whatever maybe even if it's not entrepreneurship, a lot of times it's it's about you know getting organized, right? And it's, a lot of people have organizational problems, scheduling problems, figuring out the way they work. And me, I've kind of realized through my mastermind groups and through trial and error and from learning about what has helped other people be successful, you know, the best schedule for me and learning that I'm a morning person. And like I talked about earlier, like other people recognizing it that you know, in the morning, I shouldn't be as soon as I get up, you know, know, checking email or social media. That's my most productive time. And for me, it's a factor of energy of when I, you know, I can get the most done. So I've kind of developed a a good habit of my morning routine, I guess, you know, make sure I get up in the morning and I really work on my most important task of the day. And then that's behind me, you know, and then I can go do some of the other things I want to do and maybe even come back to it later. But it's it's kind of helped me build the schedule that, that makes sense for me in the way that I work. Yeah, I had a very similar experience. I had the guys, they kept getting on me about how I wasn't doing goal setting in a way that they were all thought I should be doing. And I resisted it for so long. And finally, one day, I didn't do it exactly the way they suggested, but I thought I'd apply the theory and parts of it and started doing a daily handwritten to-do list every morning and putting a number one, two, and three for my most important things of the day. And that has been a great habit that would never have happened if it had it not been for my masterminds. Oh, good point. Yeah, absolutely. So number three, fresh ideas for a problem. So, you know, Sean, I'll, I'll dive in and, and share some about this one. I'm in one of my masterminds. We do a hot seat every week. Actually, both of mine, we do a hot seat every week where we rotate a different person gets to bring one problem they are trying to solve to the mastermind call. And one really cool thing about that is when I bring a new problem to the group, I, you know, I have my ideas and solutions that I've come up with, but I'm getting solutions from the hive mind and they might not always agree with each other. You know, all these different fresh ideas can lead to an even better solution. Maybe one that I never thought of, maybe one that none of us had ever thought of. So just going into that situation with an open mind and listening to all of the different perspectives can create such a great solution set or uh, unique opportunities to tackle any kind of business problem. Do you have any uh, any specific ones that you've overcome in the past that you brought to the mastermind group where someone said, hey, Sean, maybe you should try this and you hadn't thought of it before? 
Oh, it happens all the time. That's the beauty of this. You're getting multiple eyes and minds on, you know, the problem and learning from other people's uh, mistakes as well. You know, listen to your elders, right? Well, it's it's listen to the people before you and that maybe have experienced <laughs> these similar problems. I have one actually, I guess the other way where someone else was writing an ebook, you know, and they started kind of going down the route. They were, you know, looking at all these like ebook creator software and uh, different programs out there and, you know, how to build an ebook. And, and basically I was like, hey, well, all I did was just open up Microsoft Word and start typing file, save as PDF. And I have an ebook, right? They're there like, I never, I never thought it would have been, it was so simple. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're really trying to overcomplicate something, right? Where you just need to get started. And then also on on the same kind of uh, note there, I didn't I know about this before, there's a program called uh, Pandoc, P-A-N-D-O-C, where you can convert files from one uh, file type to another, maybe from a Markdown language to a Microsoft Word document. And I used that to convert Markdown to HTML to build my website. So I was able to get this cool tool out of there when I launched this book to help with that process. So all the time, every every single mastermind, when I bring a problem, you know, it's like they always have something um, that maybe I didn't even think about that they throw on the tables. So yeah, it's, it's, it's every meeting, it seems like. And sometimes one thing that I love, you know, we, as, as Sean was, you were alluding to, you get great and different perspectives from both people who have less experience and more experience. You know, someone who's fresh to something who, you know, let's say you're, you're trying to build an online business with a mastermind support, for example. Someone who's new might have this question, you know, having not seen lists of tools and resources and all those other things before. Like you were just saying, you just typed it in Word. You know, the new person might just have a simple solution that just works. And that's always great. But then also having those voices of experience who have tried so many things can, can also put a lot of uh, you know fuel in the engine for better success. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I think, yeah, diversity in your group is so important. Even in, like you said, the, the experience level, maybe it's in a certain niche that you're focusing, but in that niche, it's still good to have different levels of experience because, you know, for example, I mentioned in a previous podcast that I was able to get a bunch of people at uh, a past FinCon conference to be a part of a new mastermind. And, you know, these are people that I had known about, you know, had much larger than me uh, that I was able to get together with and, and help organize a mastermind with. And, you know, every meeting, though, I'm still able to give them value and, they're, you know, they're giving me value along the lines of helping me in this niche. But at the same time, you know, I come from a software engineering background, so I can give them tips on, you know, building their website out. I mentioned earlier uh, the organization stuff, you know, how I set up my schedule. So I'm able to shine into them on that recent tip that I gave someone. We'll go back to the Twitter thing. But there was someone that was uh, one gentleman in my mastermind that was, you know, struggling with trying to keep up with all the Twitter stuff going on. Just kind of, you know, had multiple accounts and everything. I was like, well, have you used TweetDeck? Man, have you heard of TweetDeck, Eric? I have used TweetDeck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I like TweetDeck just specifically for, you know, if I have multiple accounts and I'm like, maybe I'm at a conference, for instance, FinCon, right? And I want to see what all the activity on all my accounts are on different hashtags. And I can kind of see it all on one screen in multiple columns, right? And so this person never heard about it before. And I was able to kind of give them a new tool, someone that's been doing this for years and years and years. But yeah, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah, that's great. That's a, a great example of you know, just those little ways we help each other. Like I was in a mastermind group with PT Philip Taylor, who runs FinCon for a while. And one really cool thing that happened there was, well, I've never run a big conference before. 
I was in the target audience of the conference. So whenever PT was you know, thinking of new ideas and brainstorming, he could bring them to our group. And even though we weren't the experts, we were the, the target customers. So we could even add value that way. There's no limit to the opportunities that'll come together. Ready to dive into number four? Let's do it. Quattro. Partnerships and opportunities. And here's one I have a great story on um, that it was a good story with a not great ending, I guess. <laughs> one Uh-oh. of the guys in my mastermind group, uh, a guy named Jeff Fruworth, is an awesome friend. Uh, I met him at the first FinCon. A few years into masterminding, we decided we wanted to start a business together. And the one we started was a reusable bag store. And what I learned there was that you cannot beat Walmart with something that costs a dollar selling it online. <laughs> However, you know, it was a good learning experience in a lot of different ways, but that would never have come together had it not been for the mastermind group. And yes, I'm bringing up a failing business idea that came out of a mastermind, but that, I, that business wouldn't have happened. And things I learned there translated to successes in other parts of my business. So I wouldn't call the thing a wasted effort, even though it lost a little money. Um, but that partnership was 100% mastermind-fueled. Uh, do you have any partnerships or anything that came out of a mastermind, Sean? In one of my mastermind groups, I'm in mean, one with uh, some other software engineers. Um, and in that one, we've had uh, six-figure job opportunities come out of it. Just recently, a training gig for $30,000 that came out of uh, that mastermind group that we were able to get someone. And in the other mastermind, uh, in the personal finance content creator mastermind I'm within, we've had the, – the good thing is with uh, – that one's a much larger one. And we actually have a channel set, set up in our chat called Promote. And in this channel – you know, if there's something like a new article or something we have we have going on and we want help from the others to kind of cross promote it, we'll we'll go ahead and throw it in there, and you know we're constantly sharing each other's stuff, helping each other trying to succeed, and also we've had uh, lots of affiliate partnerships come out of that. You know, between the different content creators in this mastermind group. Right now, you'll find out more about this in the future. I won't. Uh, I'm not going to give any tell you what exactly what it is right now, but I'm actually getting ready to launch a, an online uh, summit here uh, in the near future. And, you know, through that, um, I think almost all the speakers are either in my mastermind group or a connection from someone in my mastermind group that they were able to introduce me with. So, yeah, I mean, it's just about who you know and, uh, you know, helping each other out. And that's you get plenty of that, plenty of that. Everybody wants you to succeed, right? And everybody wants to help you. And you have these people you know, that you talk to on a regular basis well, that well, I wouldn't say everyone wants you to succeed everywhere you go. That is why you know, that's part of why masterminds are so cool. You know, it's not like in the world of real estate. That's one place that's notorious for that. I win, you lose competitive cutthroat mentality in the world of masterminds. It's not like that at all. I like to think of it like a bathtub full of rubber duckies. When you turn the faucet on, we all rise together. <laughs> yeah, that's a great analogy. Absolutely right. Yeah, it's like uh, I saw it on, uh, I think, one of the, the FinCon banners once. It was like uh, collaboration, not competition, right? And it's so true. I have that T-shirt. Oh, do you? It's a T-shirt too. Okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I mean, it's so true. And I try to tell people this all the time, even in the personal finance space and in other spaces too. You know, it's like even your competition, whoever it is, you know, work together. You're just going to help each other rise like that rubber ducky example. So, yeah, that happens left and right especially when you're building these relationships with these people on a regular basis, you're getting to know each other on a much more personal level, right? Cause you're talking all the time. Like they just can't wait to help you. That's what they want to do. Totally. And number five, our last one, lifestyle upgrades 
from others' mistakes. Yes, that is like Schadenfreude. What a great German word, right? For uh, <laughs> getting benefit from other people's uh, miseries. <laughs> but that happens often in masterminds because when you're going around helping solve other people's problems, it could help you solve problems you don't even know you have. It's like different ideas that you get for solutions and, and new business extensions and all sorts of different things that can come out of a mastermind. You know, there's never a limit to what you can talk about and learn there. You can apply everything into your business. So it's not just the weeks where I'm on the hot seat that I learn. I learn every single week on every single call when I go in for a mastermind group. Have you had a similar experience? You mentioned the uh, business earlier, right? That that failed, quote unquote, right? But yeah, that's that's how we move forward. You know, we we try to help each other. If we're going to fail, fail faster, right? Realize these mistakes, and we share the mistakes we made, so everybody can learn from them. You know, if I'm looking to do something, most likely someone in my mastermind has already tried it, and they can you know let me know whether you know how or how that situation went for them. Of course, you know you have to take you're going to get advice from everybody, right? And you have to kind of understand the context and where they were when they made that failure to see if it really applies to your situation. But I mean, it happens, it happens left and right. And, and I'm, I've had many, you know, I'm a software engineer. I've been doing this for a while and I've had many startup companies on the side that, you know, I have tried and have failed. And some of those mistakes and failures that I've learned out of those, I've been able to share with everybody else uh, on why they failed, right? Or, you know, maybe it was, this happens all the time. I, I used to go, I went to startup competitions, right? And I would go write some software and then there was maybe a a, a marketer partner or something that, that was able to join or co-found the company with me. And when we started the company, you know, I kind of expected that person to do like all the marketing and business side of everything. And that just never kind of happened. Right. So I've kind of learned from that. And now I've learned a lot about, you know, the the value in a pre-launch, the value in building your audience much further before you actually launch your product. Right. Having people there at the door waiting where in the past I've written software, written software and no one's there to buy it. Right. So I've kind of learned from those mistakes and other people have told me uh, similar stories. Wow. So and that all synthesizes to more success in everything we do with our money, with our businesses, and beyond. <laughs> so, That's right. <laughs> um, once again, yeah, thank you so much. This is week two of four with you here, Sean, being my co-founder of Mastermind Hunt. That's why we're talking about masterminds. And I just want to remind you all that if you use the code PROFITS when you sign up at mastermindhunt.com, You'll get one month free on us. So go check it out. You can join your own mastermind group. And I'm happy to answer any questions. We all are. There's a help button at mastermindhunt.com that goes right to our shared inbox that I share with Sean and our third co-founder, John. So make sure to go check it out. If you've never masterminded before, there's no better time than the present. So thanks, Sean. We'll talk to you next week. Sure thing. Great being here. Thanks, everybody. There is another one in the can, ladies and gentlemen. As always, you can check out the show notes at personalprofitability.com. Today's show notes are at personalprofitability.com slash episode 
127. Those are the numbers, 127 on your keyboard. I hope you will check out Sean's website and everything else we talked about today, but most importantly, Mastermind Hunt, the app. If you did not catch that promo code, it is profits. So head to personal profitability right now and enter that promo code so you can get your first month free and get your mastermind group to help you out on your own path to personal profitability. So make sure to stay tuned for the next two weeks. Sean will be back for all of November. Next week, we're going to talk about fire and the week after our own mastermind groups. So that is what is going on this month on the personal profitability podcast. We'll talk to you next week. And until next time, stay profitable. We'll be right back.